the VP for Cancer Control and Public Policy for ACS in Puerto Rico. What inspired you to join this mission? Well, I actually joined as a volunteer first, and after 10 years, I decided I wanted to do more, so I became a staff. Uh, what inspired me was the death of my husband. He died of lung cancer when he was just 47 years old. A very, um, very, very bright orthopedic surgeon in the prime of his life. So I have decided that his death should not be in vain and there's something we can do every day to fight cancer for, for our nation, uh, especially for my son and granddaughters. That's why I do it. What are some of the things you've learned from your husband? Tenacity, never give up. And even though his life was cut short, uh, I'm trying to, to follow his steps. So basically that's what drives me every day. How does it feel to help others? It feels great. Go at night, uh, sleep very well, thinking that you s at least try saving a life every single day. What is it like to be here today? Well, I've been, this is probably my fourth or fifth time here, and what I'm trying to bring here is the pledge of uh, Puerto Rican people. We do live with a lot of uh, disparities and inequities, so I'm hoping that just by being here and speaking and being the voice of the cancer patients in Puerto Rico, we can uh, try to give them a better chance of life. Jennifer Cosen, I am a volunteer with ACSKN in Michigan and I'm part of the National Ambassador Team. What inspired you to join this mission? Oh, great. You're going to make me cry. Uh, my mom. My mom was uninsured for years um, after my parents got divorced and she had a history of cervical cancer and so I circled in the newspaper and said you need to go get screened and she did and because of the National Breast and Cervical Cancer fund program um, that we're actually advocating for money for today. She is here and actually taking care of my daughter while I'm here in D.C. advocating for those that are fighting cancer. What have you learned from you? <laughs> that your voice matters. Um, that it's okay to be emotional. It's okay that your story changes. It's okay that you stumble over your words, but that the mission of ACS CAN is to impact the lives of those facing cancer that we may never even meet. And that's a powerful way to use your voice to impact legislation. How does it feel to be here today? Overwhelming. <laughs> um, it never gets any easier. I've done this lots of times and it's the same emotions. I will cry, I will laugh, um, I will be hot and sweaty by the end of this and my feet will hurt, but it's all worth it. And you do a lot to help your mom, but what do you do to help your own mental health? Mine? <laughs> it, it really is just about the mission for me. So walking through here and recognizing the history that's around us, seeing everyone on the hill with the blue shirts is a way to kind of re-motivate yourself. I'm Dick Deming. I am a medical director of Mercy One Cancer Center in Des Moines, Iowa, and I'm here as a volunteer for the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network. I lost my mom to cancer. She was diagnosed with incurable cancer when I was a junior in high school. Um, her invisible hand kind of shaped my career. And um, as a cancer doctor, I have the opportunity, one patient at a time, to help reduce the burden of cancer. But as a volunteer for the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network, I have the opportunity to influence public policy that affects millions of individuals. 
and that's why I'm here in Washington, D.C. today for Lobby Day. How does helping others help your own healing process with your mother? Oh my gosh, uh, it's like a hug. It works in both directions. You know, the fastest pathway to joy in life is to help others. So to be able to pay it forward and do for others what I wasn't able to do for my mom um, just feels so good. What is it like to be here today? This is incredible. I've been here many times. It is uh, wonderful to be here with cancer survivors, caregivers, other healthcare professionals to come to Capitol Hill. You know, we know we have white hats on. Uh, no one is um, is in favor of cancer, and we know that the asks that we are making are going to influence public policy. We're not here with our pocketbooks in mind, like many of the lobbyists. We are here help reduce the burden of cancer and to save lives and it feels so good and so powerful to be here with so many people from all over the country including Puerto Rico and Guam. So my name is Bridget Toomey and I am the ACT lead for District 1 in Iowa. So uh, what inspired you to join this mission? So my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer in 2014 and at the time I had no idea what ovarian cancer even was. It was something that I had never even heard of. And um, I was her caretaker during this time and I went through the cancer journey with her, going through chemotherapy, the surgery, and then she passed away in February of 2016. And it was right after that that I felt like, what, what was this for? Like, what can I do with this experience to make sure other people don't go through it? And that was immediately when I found uh, my first voice in advocacy. I joined um, an ovarian cancer group called the Ovarian Cancer Research Alliance. And then through that, I found ACS CAN. And I immediately um, started volunteering with them. And I felt like my, my expertise, I work in healthcare, on like the business side of healthcare, was really in the policy piece because I was really familiar with that. And so this work, coming to Capitol Hill, talking about the policy is just it feels like I am I am doing something with this thing that happened with me and my family um, and and with the hope of preventing it from happening from someone else what have you learned from your mother oh gosh to watch her go through everything that she did and her strength and she would say things like you know if this was gonna happen at least it's happened to me because I have insurance and I have you and I have my family here. Like, what if I didn't have insurance and I couldn't afford to even do the surgery or I couldn't afford to do chemo or I didn't have a family to take care of me if I was alone. And that just like broke me because I'm like, well, I don't want it to be you. But what I learned was that, you know, for all the things we went through, there are other people who are, are struggling and how do we how do we make it better? And that's when we come and talk about policy and insurance coverage and Medicaid expansion and all these things to make sure that people aren't alone and they don't worry about the financial aspect of it. And so she just was a very caring person. How does it feel to be here? It's exciting. This is we had a gap of not coming. I had come once with ACS CAN before the pandemic, and I was so pumped to continue. And then we, you know, the world stopped. And now last year was our first time back, and now that we're back again, it's so energizing to be around 
all these other amazing advocates and to learn and to hear their stories and the energy is just really contagious. And then when you get to see your lawmaker face to face, you just, um, it's just energizing and they get to see the passion and feel your energy and it's just, it's great, it's amazing. Uh, Nancy Wadami, patient navigator from Fort Hall, Idaho. What inspired you to join this mission? I work with cancer patients on the reservation and I've been doing that for about eight years and um, there's been a few that have lost that battle with cancer and I do this cancer advocacy work in honor of them and their memory. How does it feel that you are helping carry their legacy? I feel very honored to have been invited to this event and um, I'm just excited to tell my story and hopefully um, continue to make changes. So with, uh, how, is it, how does it feel being here today? It feels really humbling. It's a very humbling experience. Um, I'm just carrying with me all of the um, cancer patients, like hopes and their stories. And those are things that I'm ready to share with um, people like yourself. With being here with hundreds of people with similar stories, how does it feel to have that con uh, connection with you? It's really amazing to hear other people's stories and also to share the ones that I have and have other people understand. And being the only patient navigator um, where I'm at in our small community, it means a lot to me to be able to connect with other people that are on this cancer fight together. What does your community mean to you? Um, I'm from a reservation community, so I work with Native people, and um, I haven't met a whole lot of other Native people at this conference, and um, that's one thing I would like to see change because cancer affects Native people um, at higher rates. Um, the mortality rates are a lot higher than the general population, and so I think that um, we need to start having more of a voice in events like this and that's something I look forward to um, having changes more um, representation.